Welcome to Excellent Adventures, where I, your host, Reese Sweeney, take a step away from my duties as a radio and TV personality and give you a first-hand look at my other love, backyard chickens and homesteading. Take a listen to conversations I have with others who are in farming, homesteading, and connected brands. And some of those conversations go a little like this. She does say I have too much, though. She says I have too many, but I don't think I have enough. The chicken math started mathing. Yep, yep, it's never ending. I only started with like four laying hens. Now I have over 100 chickens and geese and quail. So the first question we ask everybody that comes on to the Excellent Adventures, what was your old cluck moment? The first thing that comes to mind is when the first time I got locked inside one of my own chicken coops. We talk about the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Now let's see who's on this episode of Excellent Adventures. Welcome back to another Excellent Adventures. Reese was right here checking in from Media Campus West, where we do our broadcasting from. Right across from Blackyard Chickens, you know, the chicken folks that we are, we have to bring on a another person who has an incredibly amazing story her excellent adventure is absolutely that without further ado the young woman coming all the way from the midwest wisconsin is our first wisconsin guest part of our purina family too the purina squad is in the building we have none other than scarlett salomon the melody milkmaid and owner of loveland acres in the building for an excellent adventure what's going on mama how you doing Yes, yes. Hey, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I love to see the the background. You got your overalls. I mean, you've been working this morning. <laughs> yes, milking and planting and gathering all that. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of stuff that I want to actually personally talk about because you you have some things that I just got that I want to know about. I know you'll be able to give me some insight, but first and foremost, for those that aren't familiar with your story, it's an incredible story. Uh, you are a teacher in Milwaukee. I just came from Milwaukee. Uh, we, we had an event up there. Oh, I wish I would have known. Right. I wish I, I, we would have talked before this and we definitely would have invited you out. Everybody knows the person somehow that owns a barbershop. We were at uh, G's Barbershop in Milwaukee. Seems like a staple of the community. <laughs> yep. So we had an event there. We got to speak at a couple of different schools. That's beautiful. I love it. Love yep. It. And you, you were a teacher in Milwaukee, but you had to stop because you were having some health situations. Can you kind of tell people about that and then we'll get into your excellent adventure? Yeah, absolutely. So I was teaching in Milwaukee. Um, I loved what I did. It was more than uh, just teaching for me. It was about creating community and family with the students that I had. And then I got diagnosed with another uh, illness called gastroparesis, and that is you out in the country and your your uh, connection was breaking up just a little bit but I did get a, a gist of it I'm a little familiar with your story you, you get diagnosed with lupus and then another disease that's kind of crippling and de- debilitating causing you to crawl to the bathroom almost and trying to just get through everyday regular things that we take for granted there's a we can eat lunch and be okay you can't do those things you got chronic back pain stomach pain paralysis uh and loss of mobility right and you go to these different doctors you have to stop teaching because you're not able to be in the classroom not able to be out in public really um so like you have a course correction as i like to call them and you say you know what let me start researching myself to find a holistic uh approach to to what to do and somebody says get goats Yep, that was God. <laughs> that was okay. the guy. He said, get goats. And I said, get goats. And he said, get goats. So 
away I went researching, you know, what goats could do, not only, you know, for our land um, and for, you know, our kids at the time, they were young. Um, for myself, and I found out that um, raw dairy milk, you know, raw goat milk, would be the answer for my issues and um so yeah so i got goats we started milking them at a point when my doctors had said basically you know you're slowly starving to death and raw goat milk milk my goats um put myself on a goat milk fast basically and uh, started seeing the difference in my body I was able to hold that down uh, I was able to not be quite as tired because you know goat milk raw milk in general has every nutrient that your body could possibly need that we milk we got a jersey cow that we milk we got another pepper coming up so it's all about the milk and the dairy around here and everything else kind of comes off of that I can't believe Milk hasn't put you on billboards or posters yet. I, I love this story. When you say raw, do you, do you pasteurize it all? Do you boil it or you just? Straight from the animal. The only thing that I do um, from animal to the house is I bring the milk in, I filter it so that if there's any little dust particles or hairs or anything like that that fell in there, that all gets cleaned out. And then we just get it in the fridge as quickly as I can to get it nice and cool. And it is delicious. delicious. The difference. I didn't even drink milk. This is what's so wild. Damn milk. And I could not believe that I was being told to get goats and to drink their milk. And then goat milk. I was, to be honest, I, I was disgusted by it at first. I, was like, I don't know about this, but it is. It is delicious. Um, anybody that has tried it on our farm. Uh, they are amazed at the difference between the way that our jersey milk tastes, our goat milk tastes, uh, compared to what you would get in the store. It's definitely a different difference. People say that about our eggs, our blackyard chicken eggs. They say it tastes like I, you put butter in these eggs. I'm like, no, they just this is how it's supposed to taste. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's love and raising them right. We've reached that part of the show where we hook you up with some insider information. And this week, it's all about eating pet and pasture. And I got a 20% discount code for you. As farmers, we know the love and care it takes to raise happy and healthy animals. So choose the best when it comes to bedding, premium cut Timothy hay, and trees for your furry and feathery friends. So if you're looking for super absorbent hemp bedding or nesting pads for your laying ladies, look no further than Eaton Pet and Pasture. Check them out right now at EatonPetandPasture.com. And first-time shoppers get a 20% discount by typing in Reese at checkout. That's R-E-E-C at checkout. Now let's get back to another excellent adventure. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Uh, that is an incredible story. So uh, did you have beforehand, before you, you got into this stuff, did you have any farm experience or experience with like the outdoors and animals and homesteading? Yeah, uh, so I'm adopted, uh, and my adoptive dad, his family had livestock farms. So I grew up raising the runts of sheep and goats and geese and different poultry. I would get all the runts, and I would raise them for different meals. Um, I didn't know that at first as a kid. I just thought it was great, and then I got old enough to ask, you know, where did where did the where did Wiggly go? Uh, you know, my dad said, hey, you know, there, that's what we're eating for Easter. 
And I felt pretty good about that. You know, I felt like a farmer at that point, like a little farmer. I was helping. Um, and that just really stuck. It was also kind of my escape from this world, you know, being in the barns and stuff like that. Uh, the animals don't care. You know, the animals didn't care that my hair was all over the place as a child. You know, all of that. Um, so it really, really left a large impression on my life. Uh, and just kind of like the care for others, knowing where it comes from, not be wasteful, learning how to eat stuff that maybe you wouldn't necessarily do, but uh, because you raised it, it's important to Right. I see you taking the education. Like you just can't shake being a teacher. So I see <laughs> that education falls right into what you're doing now. You have people come out to you guys farm and you show them the way. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, the biggest way that we start getting folks involved is through our uh, home hatch program called Chickens and Littles. So basically, we have a bunch of incubators that have been community sponsored. And uh, we provide families with incubator uh, and all the eggs needed to fill the incubator, a little brooder tote that's got a great little cute sign. Serena is stepping up and helping us out this year, so we are so thankful. Seeing some kids run around in the grass and chasing chickens and goats and stuff has got it's just rewarding within it's itself. Yes, it is the best. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, so blessed to be able to share this with them for sure. Could you imagine you being in this space now when just not too long ago you were in a position where you could barely even get to work and walk and, and, and you know you're just sitting in the house trying to figure out the next move? Right, glory be to God on that. Amen. Um, yes, 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 and amen for sure. No, not at all. I mean, my dream, I have been telling people since I was probably knee high to a grasshopper about five years old that I was going to have a cow someday. My dad, you know, my adopted dad, he'd pitch a fit and be like, What you going to do with the cow? I'm like, I don't know, but I want one. And uh, so I sure hope that he'd be proud of the farmer that I became because. Um, to be. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a dream come true. It's a blessing and it's an amazing feeling to still be able to work with children, but in a way that suits my body and I feel like suits them better. I enjoy teaching outside. I enjoy um, feeding people. I, I just enjoy taking care of community, um, no matter who it is. Your full circle connectivity with the children and then their community is something we definitely want to applaud up here excellent adventures i mean to say that you got kids coming in you're gonna let them take some eggs home to hatch and then bring it back then give them food to take back to their communities come on now yes yes, yes. <laughs> it's pretty awesome like between them myself we work with a couple nonprofit organizations that serve disabled adults in our communities but all of our efforts combined we put over 800 eggs and food pantries free fridges we put a, yes um we put over 2500 pounds of produce into food pantries free fridges uh, to families that needed it um and we just run purely on donations um you know whatever whatever we have we're just trying to get it to other people 
amazing job. We want to give you just the biggest round of applause and flowers for that. So it's it's just great to to, to pull you for a second to talk to you. Um, yeah. man. So when you, how many chickens do you think you guys have right now, and goats do you think you have right now? We heard about the cow and a half. Yes, a cow and a half. We have a cow and a half. Um, oh my gosh, chickens and littles is underway. We've already our chickens and littles uh, master hatchers. They've already hatched out over fifty chickens. Um, so that's just alone. So they hatched out a massive army of chicks for us. So we've got fifty young ones coming up. Our main flock is probably about seventy-five girls, and that's from you know like pullet age on up to some senior citizen. Guests. That ain't really doing much. Looking pretty. Living life. <laughs> exactly. They they earned it. Uh, and then we got a duck flock of probably about thirty. So okay. For a hundred birds around here. There we go. I love it. I'm starting out with ducks, so I'm gonna be all over your social media yes. trying to get duck tips. So give me some uh, duck tips for those just starting with ducklings. I got ducklings coming on the 28th of June. What do I need to know? You need to know that they're going to be messy, so just be prepared okay. for that. Puppy pads are your friend, and whatever you are brooding them with, I decided that puppy pads, those are real easy to change out. Mm. They suck up all that water that they like to throw around everywhere. Um, I think one of the one of my best tips is don't give them water where they're, where they're going to be bending out. Okay. Uh, they will make it so wet and so miserable. Um, they're okay <laughs> overnight without water. Um, okay. So definitely, uh, but they're they're a joy. I love ducks. Yeah. I um I actually kind of enjoy them a little more than chickens. Don't tell. <laughs> I won't tell the chickens. They're a little. They're a little. They get a little petty. <laughs> yes, they're destructive. Oh my they are. <laughs> they, they can be kind of destructive at times for no good reason. Right. Um, but yeah, I do love ducks. They're so sweet and they're cute to watch around. And, uh, they're really efficient with foraging and and feed. Um, Purina's got a great feed for them, so make sure. Yep, so that they get their niacin for those feet. We've reached that part of the show where we hook you up with some insider information, and this time it's some eggs information y'all know what i mean because <laughs> people ask me all the time how do you get your chickens so fluffy and healthy and happy and their eggs are so bright beautiful and they taste delicious too i would love to dedicate all those things to me coming in and having a great time in that chicken coop every day and shaking it up with those ladies but the fact is it comes from a healthy and balanced diet of purina's laina that's the brand we use whether you've got laying hens and you want to go with the purina laina plus omega-3 or you got a bunch of baby chicks running around in your brooder and you go with that purina starting grow crumble you can't lose i know we haven't so visit their website today and in three easy steps you can get discount coupons for the purina product that's right for some great nutrition for your animals i did it myself and it only took me about two minutes it's absolutely worth it and to make things easier we have the hyperlink on our website blackyardchickens.com just look under product of the month and you'll see the link right there to go and try your purina feed greatness and through their trial program they can pair you with the right nutrition and let you try it with your animals and see the results. Now, I can tell you all day how Purina Feed Greatness has been absolutely phenomenal for my chickens, goats, ducks, and rabbits. But you can see for yourself. Go to BlackyardChickens.com. Now, let's get back to this week's adventure. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to be putting up my duck adventures on there, my, my duck journey, too. And I'm going to tag you and say, she told me to take this water out at night. 
as they're all mad at you. <laughs> right, right. Now, I know one of the animals you kind of started with for the health reasons was the goats. You mentioned that. I've seen these adorable pictures of you being smothered by goat kisses. Tell me about goats. I just got my first uh, four goats. Yay, good for you. What kind did you get? I have Nigerian pygmies. Yes, all right. That's a good little cross. We've got Nigerians. Um, yeah, they're mischievous, so fencing. Fencing is your best friend. Make sure that you, you're always checking your fencing. Um, but, you know, really goats, other than being mischievous, I think I, I mean, they're pretty easygoing. I think needing to know that they're browsers. Um, Grazers. That was something that I think was probably a little shocking to me, even though I had been around them when I was little. You know, I was little, so I didn't really know what was going on. But uh, so that was interesting to me that, you know, if you want your lawn mode or a field mode, they're not they'll They'll eat all your weeds and, and brush and all that kind of stuff. I was a little surprised that they were pretty, um, pickier because everybody likes to pick up goats. Yeah, eat everything. My goats are picky. No, they they won't eat goat the goat feed if it's not in the right place in the bowl. Right. <laughs> so just learning their you know their little sassy mischievous personalities and kind of you know what works for them. My girls love clover, so we make sure. Clover hay for them and, and like that. Mm -hmm. yep, yeah, my my dude too. They they didn't care as much for the alfalfa. They love the clover. Yeah. yeah, and and until you know they start milking, I think you know they know their nutritional needs. My girls, when they're not in milk, they don't really care for the alfalfa either. When they're in milk, they know they need that extra little boost, and they'll take it. Okay, we learning a whole lot of goat info. Yes, uh, that is the plan. The plan is to breed them and to start getting milk. Now you got me really excited about goat milk, so I'm, I'm extra amplified to do it and, and take that journey as well. Yes, do it, do it. You will not regret it. It is, it is miles different from what you get in the store, and you can make goat cheese. Mm. It's, it is super easy to make, super easy. I can Tell me how do I make goat cheese. Walk me through it real quick. How do we make goat cheese? All right, so the simplest way that you're going to make goat cheese is you're going to get your milk, whether I usually like to use about a half gallon. So you're going to warm that up just to under boiling. You're going to see little bubbles around the, the of the pot. Yep, exactly. Once you see those little bubbles start, that's nice and warm enough. It'll be like around 86-ish degrees, somewhere in there. Then you're going to use about a quarter cup of vinegar, and then it in and it'll start separating the curds and whey. Start seeing that separation. You're gonna go ahead and let it sit for about 10-15 minutes. Then you'll drain off all that whey. You'll use a piece of cheesecloth. Drain that whey into a pot. What's left in your cheesecloth is your goat cheese. I love it. That I never knew what to use cheesecloth for until I was today years old when I learned what to do with cheesecloth. So thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> I 
had used it for only for crafts before I started farming. So. Oh, right. That's what I'm saying. It was like it was like clothes for my daughter's dolls. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now tell me about the uh tell me about your crew. I see the t-shirts with the goat gang and all of that stuff. Tell me about the crew. My crew. They are an amazing group of young people that have been with us since 2020. I have so much love for each and every one of them. Um, They are young people that are change makers in the community of Milwaukee, each working in their own kind of different area, but basically it's all about spreading love and making sure that we are taking care of ourselves, each other. Um, our brothers and sisters, uh, they are amazing. They come out here weekly. Uh, they also pick up food. They help teach the little ones. So they get their own little lessons on things that they want to learn. And then in turn, to solidify that, when it comes to the open farm days, I sit it look like we have a little technical situation with Scarlett's feed, and it's okay. Well, we appreciate her joining us today for that excellent adventure. What we're going to do is come back. We're going to have her come back, and we're going to have part two to this incredible uh, journey because we want to ask her some questions. We want to ask some questions about her, her newfound cow journey we also want to talk about a little bit more about the goats and get a little bit of some insight on some of her daily things that she is eating and producing at her own farm that has helped her with her health because i know some other people out there that may want to share this information because for her to overcome lupus and also a gastro situation uh with natural raw goat milk is incredible and we need to share that story thanks for tuning in to another episode of excellent adventures powered by blackyard chickens now if you think you want to raise your own backyard flock here's a site for you blackyardchickens.com we make entertaining videos about raising baby chicks from scratch you know what i mean by from scratch right or maybe you want to learn how to take care of your own big chickens or hens and get those fresh eggs building a coop or buying a coop having the necessary things inside that coop to get great egg production you'll learn a lot of the neat tricks i've picked up along the way from other chicken enthusiasts and you can get pretty eggs just like those so follow us on social media and check us out on our youtube channel